Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me this evening, I've got uh, DJ, um, who I've known uh, for a couple years now. Uh, we met through mutual friends and, uh, you know, I started seeing him DJ and I'm like, oh, good for you, man. Uh, let's sit and have a little chat. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to have some beer and uh, talk a little bit about what he does and why he does it. He goes by DJ Simon Says. So Simon Gilbert, thank you for joining me. What up? It's good to be here. Good to see you, man. How are you? I've been good, man. You know, uh, 2020 was started off a little rough. Actually, it started off great. Had a lot of gigs at the beginning the first, of the year. The first like yep. two months were were decent. First then, two months were decent, and then uh, then March kind of March yeah, was just a landslide. March definitely was a landslide into what is continuing today. But I think the important thing is that we kind of like reshifted our focuses and reshifted our goals and like figured out how to work in like this environment i think that now at least i feel a little more comfortable um like at first yeah it was definitely like big shock didn't know what's happening but now i feel a little more comfortable you know i've been really good past few weeks i think um making positive healthy decisions is important and um don't let the covid get the best of you because you can figure it out man and uh yeah so i've been real good just played at site uh, dropped a few mixtapes. I'm moving to Colorado. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Well, don't uh, don't spoil too much. Um, because we do, <laughs> we have to we have to we have to work our way to the present. Simon, I just want to ask you a simple question: of How was your day today? <laughs> uh, my day today was actually super chill because I am on COVID leave. For my work so i just kind of sat around uh took a hike uh drank some beer got some errands done you know it's chill what about you ben um yeah uh today i well so i write for breaking and entering uh the blog so i got some writing done this morning and drank some coffee what time do you normally wake up uh I've been getting up earlier lately. Uh, lately, I've been getting up around like between eight and nine, um, nice. which I think is like the perfect time. It's not too early, but like mm-hmm. you're because usually, I mean, I go to bed at like, you know, 12, 11, 30, 12, typically. So it's like uh, a good eight hours then. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> so. I got my shit done in the morning. I got a COVID test this afternoon. Nice. Um, Me too. Nice. Uh, did you go to Miller Park? No, I went to um, the Hyatt Pharmacy on North Ave. Oh. It was a good one. Oh, damn. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Right by Jake's Deli. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that's a good place. Dude, their Rubens, honestly impeccable. I know you can appreciate a good Ruben. I just look like a Ruben guy, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a huge Ruben guy. Not you I, I love Ruben. I love a good Ruben. Yeah. For sure. Um, Jake Stelly's fire. <laughs> nice. Shout out to Jake Stelly. 
Um, yeah, so I got I got tested at Miller Park, and then um, I had you're my third episode today. Um, well, man, that's a lot of interviews. Yeah, um, it's my last week doing the show for a little while. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a couple months off to catch up on uploads because I have a huge back catalog right now. And uh, and I just need time to just focus on some other things for a bit. So, um, cool. well, I'm glad you could fit me in then. Oh, yeah, man. I, I didn't I, I wouldn't forget about you, Simon. Awesome. Um, but now I've been drinking beer tonight and I'm feeling good. So, Hell yeah. Um, what what beer are you drinking on? Hams, baby. Hams, baby. I'm the Ooh. hams guy. <laughs> yes, perfect. Yeah. Um, what what are you drinking over there? I've got some moose juice. Big Sky Brewing <laughs> Company. Moose juice. Moose juice. Yes, <laughs> I was about to pick up some zombie dust, and then I saw this case of moose juice chilling i'm like you know what i'm gonna try something new i always like to keep it fresh try something new life gets too boring if you stick to the old old and known shit you know yeah yeah i I did just get um the uh the unemployment benefits this this week so i have more money to spend right now so i should spend it on better beer you should (laughs) invest it yeah yeah um but yeah man i mean but ham's always it always does a trick and it's also yeah. 13 dollars for a 30 rack of pick and save so you can't go wrong oh yeah that's like triple the amount of beer yeah where are you for where the are same you, price <laughs> where are you living now i'm in the same house uh with bg and noah and bentley on the east side right by shout oakland and locust shout out to bg good yeah, shout out to BG. My guy. He, <laughs> they you know, bueno. <laughs> um, he, wait, where did you guys say you live? Uh, we live right by, right behind the Goodwill on the east side. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that house. I think I've been there, but it was like years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, I, you definitely have been around at least once. It was, um, well, because we did the pregame for the party bus like two years ago, like over the mm. summer at your guys party party bus. Oh, yeah. I don't think I was there, actually, for BG's birthday party bus. Yeah. I don't think I was there. I think I was out of town. Oh, damn. Well, yeah. it was uh, well, both you're times. Welcome. You're welcome both anytime. Time. Yeah, man. I'll come, <laughs> I'm going to come over and uh, drink your guys' beer. And, uh, um. Put my I'm gonna I'm gonna put my feet on the t- up on the table. Nice. We <laughs> do that a lot. Alrighty. Um, but yeah, I got like ten days or less, so you better come soon. Oh shit. Now, okay. Well come drink some beer, baby. Hold me to that, my friend. Yeah, both times uh I was on both times I've been on a party bus have been with BG. Um <laughs> so yeah. Well, because, like, Nicole's one of my best friends, so, like, she would invite me to, like, those things, and it was always some of them. Like, I don't really go out to clubs that much, but <laughs> I would, you would have, come out for BG, though. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> for a birthday, <laughs> I'll make an exception. Uh-huh. So, 
Simon, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so speaking of BG and Nicole Gorlick, uh, so those are the mutual friends that I met you through. Um, I, I knew you were one of Brian's good friends and, uh, you know, you're all, you're always kind of like there, you know, like I didn't, I didn't know you too well, but you were always like just a chill guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, we always like got along pretty well. Um, and then, then I saw that you started DJing, um, in like the last year or something like that. And, uh, I always like talking to DJs because they're often just, you know, very, um, they just have a good, good outlook on like, on life and keeping life full of like entertainment and just a genuine like love for like energy like you know keeping people like you know enriched in the experience and uh that's yes. why i'm excited to talk to you about what you've been doing so hell yeah for- those things are my passion so i'd love yeah. to enlighten people. oh yeah so simon um let's hear a little bit about um so did you uh did you also are you also from Mequon? No, I uh moved to Fox Point when I was like 12 years old. Fox Point like Glendale area. Um I went to Nicolay High School. Um yeah, so I'm from around there. Then graduated went to UWM. Uh then graduated UWM. Uh, and then that's when I kind of started chilling with BG and my other friends and uh, BG kind of got me into, well, BG got me into DJing for sure. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I love music. Like, he loves music. I've always loved music. Like, ever What did since. you grow up? What did you grow up listening to? Man, my musical background is just so diverse and deep. It's hard to pinpoint one thing, but you know, like I'm a electronic DJ, I mostly spin house and techno music. Techno is my love. But honestly, when I was like second grade, like seven years old, my dad came back with the CD from Japan because he was at some like rooftop fashion reveal party. He's like, oh, this like dope DJ was spinning. I got this CD. It was the Crystal Method. I don't know if you've heard them, but they came to site not too long ago or back when shows happened. And I just went alone, man, besides like my other friends I saw there, but um, Crystal Method's super sick. And like, I don't know, I've always just been listening to a bunch of really strange things. And I got into like hip hop, you know, fifth grade, loved Eminem, 50 Cent. But then I don't know, like uh, really come seventh grade, I had some older friends that listened to a lot of really strange music. And that's when I just started getting like real into like French electro and like just like dub and grime and just all sort and house music's always been a constant you know jazz disco funk soul like all the good stuff and that's why I love house music so much because you can have such a blend from all these cultures into like one high energy music that you can dance to so but I also listen like people think I only listen to techno like I really grew up listening to everything my vinyl collection is mostly jazz and 90s hip hop. And that is a blast to listen to. So really 
like it's all like what I DJ now is what I'm into now but it's all culminated from years of just like different musical styles and every kind of music has its place in this world man and kind of gotta respect all forms that's why I don't like to get stuck into one thing because there's so much music out there man like yeah it's awesome yeah man absolutely uh and uh yeah similar to you like i mean i don't gravitate towards like one style like i i mean like i have my favorites but like i listen to everything it all just kind of like you know it still kind of depends on the vibe and what you're in the mood for and uh, yeah all of every style influences it has the capacity to influence another style and um you know like it's important to to recognize and once you recognize that you can get down with pretty much anything yeah definitely yeah i have this new i've been playing a lot of uh, house music that has like a jazzy kind of beat to it and my friend was like why do you keep playing all this elevator music i'm like that's a perfect name for this genre i'm gonna call it elevator house so now we got jazzy house <laughs> i love that that's <laughs> i i can get down with that for sure you would uh, like it a lot i'm sure yeah i i mean i love um in terms of like electronic music i love like 90s electronic like techno and uh, idm like intelligent dance music and uh you know uh early 2000 stuff like i mean i love daft punk the 90s techno is like i mean basically where we all came from i saw robert hood in portugal in a uh old subway tunnel oh wow and that was he is like an og detroit techno man and honestly they were showing more love for him out there in portugal than i've ever seen over here in america besides detroit like for real <laughs> they love that stuff over there but 90s techno is honestly like where it all started like, that oh yeah europe, europe loves that shit <laughs> yeah and i love europe yeah but it all started here in detroit in chicago yeah definitely um yeah, and uh, and it's important to remember that house music also, as in, in addition to so many other kinds of music, came from the black community. Black culture, yes, that's something I say all the time and try to pay homage to. Like I'm a white guy, there are a lot of white house DJs, but you know, we all have to pay homage to where our music came from. But you know, one of my favorite things about house music is how inclusive house and techno in general how inclusive the scene is like when you go to a house party or techno party in detroit or chicago or cleveland or wherever you might go milwaukee um or all around the world it's all love man like nobody's there to hate on other people everyone's just there to be together and as one and honestly that's it's more the culture than the music and like culture breeds music so um but it's honestly such a great culture to be a part of and but yeah 100 percent. i mean i think every single music i listened to was started by black culture so oh, yeah 
absolutely <laughs> like yeah, all like, my favorite musics house techno jazz funk soul blues all, yeah it all r&b yeah it's so yeah if you don't respect that then shit you don't really respect music in general no, at least then, from american culture if you don't respect it then you just shouldn't be listening to anything you know let's <laughs> like, well, do some country or yeah even like some like i don't even know because bluegrass is dope i love bluegrass i love bluegrass too uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, there's even cool spins you can do with bluegrass on like combining bluegrass with like electronic yeah uh, elements. i mean i guess i'm saying go listen to some like tim mcgraw or some shit yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally yeah um yeah so um so simon um so like you kind of got into the idea of djing from bg bg good as as you mentioned before so he kind of yes. like inspired you to you know take it up take it up yourself yeah uh he definitely inspired me and i definitely thought i could do what he did but i guess my goal was never necessarily the same as his because he does open format and like that club stuff and um i don't know that was just like never really my vibe and i tried it and i was just like i don't have the same passion for this as you do and he was like bro you have to learn how to dj top 40 open format stuff like this is like where you're gonna make money and i'm just like man i don't know i'm gonna try to do my own thing and that's exactly why i didn't i really have never mastered that club format djing and you won't find me djing those nights but i definitely took it to my own like on my own route and like it's like this is what i love i love house and techno i'm gonna become a house and techno dj that's that's awesome man i mean yeah like that's a unique kind of party but figuring out how to blend it with stuff people want to hear is the unique challenge here (laughs) because people don't just want to hear underground techno beats all day long they want to hear something they know maybe something they can sing along to maybe something with a little bit catchy beat so you gotta kind of blend it it all and then that's when like the open format like talking to other djs in the city like grandmaster oh he loves house and techno too but he's just like yo you gotta figure out how to make it work for everyone like at all times so that's a challenge yeah yeah so um so how did you like so once he once you know i imagine you know you kind of started out just kind of like working with brian a little bit so like were you just kind of like practicing a lot like on your own well he was huge dude he he would help me so much he basically taught me all the basics and then he would let me use his equipment at any time like basically i used his old board up until i got this board like i don't know eight months ago he was super generous like always let me use all his stuff never cared he would let me take his board to gigs like anytime i had a gig be like yo can i use your stuff he'd be like yeah man like always super supportive 
so he taught me the basics but then just like his support as like a friend and fellow dj was bigger than anything i could have asked for so super thankful big shout out to brian i miss him i i haven't seen i saw him at a couple marches this summer but i do genuinely like miss hanging out with you guys so yeah like well, i said we're gonna have come a over social distance get together before i head out and yeah up and shoot the shit yeah we have to we have to. um so um so what was your first gig um well, besides, uh, I mean, I played like some random house parties and basements and stuff, but my first gig, I was actually brought on by um, Alex Keys at Rose Gold onto a plum day. Uh, he asked if I wanted to play and I was like, heck yeah, wasn't a paid gig. There are like eight DJs on the lineup, but uh, that was my first time getting up there on some CDJs just by myself, like my own booking and killed it, honestly, made a lot of connections that night. It was great and kind of just blossomed from there. But I think before that, I was kind of just known as the guy who could rock the after party or like whatever basement you were in. Like, and people were like, oh, this guy throws down. So that's why I originally got that booking. Yeah. I mean, that's how the home records started. That's how yeah. BG Good started. Like, yeah. It start, It stems from those East Side basements. Well, yeah. it's interesting because I did it myself. You know, like I didn't know anybody throwing parties with the music I wanted to listen to. So I'm like, if I can't do if I can't hear this I mean now I know so many people are doing this stuff but back then I'm like man if if nobody else is going to do it I'm going to do it for myself so just start setting up fat speakers fat sound systems getting the whole thing going you know whole experience right in the basement oh man and those gnarly east side basements yes littered with beer cans oh my god yeah so much trash dirt i owned freshman. a yeah i i lived it i don't know if you ever came to the juplex when it was a thing but that was i don't know my, if i ever stepped in the juplex well that was the like the unofficial uh frat house i was in uh sophomore <laughs> year of college and uh, that was everything you'd expect from just a grimy East Side party. You had your first like gig um, from Rose Gold, and then how would it kind of uh, uh, snowball from there? Um, I think around the same time, uh, BG and I had our element thing going on, and I don't know, kind of just my exposure. I was just promoting a lot for the clubs. Um, doing a lot of my own shows, do a lot of underground stuff, you know, and then it just kind of, people just knew me as the guy that's going to rock some underground beats. I don't think that has changed much, but yeah, then, I mean, I've always been friends with Oli and, uh, I mean, all the owner, owners, of, owner of site now and owners in the past. Uh, so um, just having those connections and like, you know, also, I went out and grinded for myself. Like, I went to places I want to play and was like, yo, book, 
like booked me and uh after enough uh hard work and like going up to them enough they're like okay we'll book you yeah <laughs> but then started uh, getting some residencies like i played at this and i used to play at this is it like once a month um and that was always super fun um haven't played at this is it in a while unfortunately due to covid but uh yeah, I mean, those, this is it. Also, one of my favorite venues, huge jump start to my career. Like, uh, when nobody else really seemed to be booking me, they were always like, yeah, super stoked to hear me. Like, I'd get a little down on myself. Like, I don't know if anybody wants to come hear me. And then they'd book me for a big show. Then, honestly, Love Circuit at This Is It. Um, Birdo and I threw that in uh, March. And uh, that was one of the best. One of the best shows I've seen yet. We legit threw a circuit party in This Is It, and it was super lit. Um, so, yeah, and then, I don't know. Now I'm just kind of playing. I, I love the non-pop guys. You know, they're always on the lookout for new talent. So, Batista. Yeah, shout out to Brian and uh, Moses, some of my boys. Um, so, yeah, I've played there a few times, and then it just kind of, you know, it grows and it grows. So it's a natural process. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, but yeah, I think I've, one of my main influences that um, was always down to help me. Uh, he got me booked at Summerfest. Uh, oh yeah, I played at Summerfest, not this last summer, two summers ago. Amazing gig. Um, Rage Cage, uh, RIP Rage Cage. He always believed in me and was always throwing me on uh shows like hotel festivals summer fest just random parties like he would throw random parties i've met so many amazing people through rage cage that are like you are a really talented dj like please like come play with us more and i'm like yeah so like really have to give props to rage cage i miss him he always had a solid vision yeah, shout out. saw the best in people. Shout out RIP for sure. He saw me my first time at at uh, Plum at Plum Day, and he was like, yo, that was sick. Yeah. And it was over from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's dope. I mean, it's dope that, like, you established your own uh, – kind of your own connections and your own base and uh, yeah like you put yourself out there which is terrifying you know and um and uh, that is the, the part and i'm sure you can agree is like that's the part that uh often becomes the the disconnect for some folks it becomes like the it's like the leap of faith if you will like you know, going out to shows sometimes by yourself. I mean, it's hard when you're starting and like, you're not so sure of yourself. You're like, oh, I don't know if people are going to like my music or I don't know what the crowd's going to be like, or I've never been here before. Like, I don't know if I have the right crate for this venue or whatever your worry may be. You're going to have some worries, but yeah, just like getting over that and being like, you know what, just screw it. I'm going to go play what I got play. My, the, honestly, one of my biggest thing is like, I don't rock these big parties. I don't get paid that much to do what I do, but I've had 
on more than one occasion, someone come up to me after my set and say, that set just changed my life. And hearing those words is like the biggest accomplishment as a DJ that I could personally ever have. Um, just one of those. I don't need any money. Just one person. Because like, that's why I DJ. Like, because I know how amazing I feel when I'm hearing the music I love, just like pumping through my body, just like dancing. That's all I want to do is recreate that feeling for others so they can feel as good as I feel when that's happening. It's not about the money or the fame or like how many people liked it. Like if I can get those three people that are just like dancing the whole time and say like that changed my life, like that's good enough for me, man. Music that's is weird. magic, dude. Music is fucking magic. It really is. And seeing the different communities come together especially with Rage Cage's event, it'd be like some underground hip hop, then it'd be like an underground EDM lineup. And like a lot of those hip hop kids like would be like, yo, like come DJ my birthday party. Like that was sick. And I'm like, yeah. bet, like I'll come DJ your birthday party. Hell yeah. So like just seeing the blends of cultures is really cool. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so, uh, How'd you uh, decide on your uh, your DJ name? You know, man, I'm really not that creative when it comes to that stuff. And it was kind of the first thing that came to mind. And I was like, yeah, it sounds good. And my friends were like, yeah, it sounds cool. I'm like, all right, I'll do it for now. And then just never, at this point, I'd have to like rebrand or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Um... It's convenient being Simon. Like, yeah. it's like, what do we know the name Simon from? It's like, you know, the, yeah, like the I do kids think game. it's <laughs> interesting because like it, people always think I'm going to say something, but I really don't DJ music that has words in it. So, and I don't talk on the mic at all. So Simon doesn't really say anything. He just blasts techno. Yeah, Simon says techno all night yeah. yeah that's basically it yeah it's yeah. my joke <laughs> uh, yeah right yeah it's an irony they won't see it coming um mm -hmm. so uh yeah man uh so I, I know that um on soundcloud you know you've uh dropped uh some mixes um tell me about the, the the mix um I, I don't know if it's your most recent one it's uh simon says good morning that one yeah I, I made that one not too long ago um you know i just woke up and was in a good mood and decided to record a mix of just like some tunes i honestly um that's all my mixes are i wake up and like feel like making a mix and just hit the record button and boom i don't make as many as i should and honestly my best mixes are probably not recorded um but i feel good about that one it's just a mix of um just like it doesn't really stick to one genre it kind of bumps around i got some disco i got some funky vibes i got at the end just like maybe one techno track some like vibey house tracks you know yeah um so it's just a good blend, you know, a little something for everybody. I don't like to 
when people hear it, I like them to constantly be like excited hearing something new. Like I don't want them to hear the same beat that they've been hearing, not only from me, but from like every other DJ that says they like house music. I'll yeah. change it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I feel that. And that's something I, I, I imagine every DJ should strive for, you know, is yeah. Like, as you would if you know you were making like original like music you know you don't want to replicate or emulate what someone else is doing you want to make it you know entirely what's true to you i wish i made i do uh make some music but i'm not very good i need to take more lessons on music theory um before i would ever be comfortable like putting something out there because like I listened to the music I did grow up playing a few instruments I um have been in, super into music my whole life so like I listened to it and some people just put out stuff that you can tell like they don't know like basic music theory but you know they have a computer it's so powerful and they just kind of put these loops together and make some sounds and then boom you have a hit banger um I don't know I don't really like that process because I have so many ideas like I want to like accurately represent them in like a way that's like beautiful so working on that but it takes time you know so for now I'm just DJing working on producing um Mm -hmm. but I do try to use the decks as an instrument like I like to DJ with like three four decks at a time because you know taking elements from over here and over here and just like the highs from this song like like the bass line from this song maybe like a little vocal sample from this other track like all making it work it's like you're using the decks as an instrument to like make your own sound you're not just like playing this one song and then like wooku wooku woo then like it's on to this song now you know like it like some of my transitions will take like 10 minutes and it's like I don't know. It's progressive flow. So I like to use the decks as an instrument rather than just like a boop, boop. Rather than it's just like a, a, a clean cut thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause like you can definitely take one song and mix it with another song and make a completely new song. Yeah. Or a completely oh, yeah. new vibe. Oh, yeah. And you can mix that vibe into a other vibe that you have already made, you know? So and that's, there's a lot that's, you can do. Yeah, that's the wizardry of DJing. And that's why it's so fun to talk to, you know, what everyone is kind of doing on their own. So you being a house and techno specialist, um, yeah, what have been uh, some of your favorite artists in that in, in those categories? Um, I think it's really hard to go straight down to artists, um, record labels. I love, um, some of my first record labels I have to pay homage to, Institubes and, um, Sound Pellegrino records, some French EDM labels back in like late 2000s, but then, um, recently, you know, I've been loving the minimal German stuff. Mr. G, if y'all haven't checked out Mr. G, 
It's got some great minimal dubs. Um, I really like the Ostgutton record label that's out of the Berghain in Germany. Um, that's a club. They have some really awesome techno. Paula Temple is killing it. I mean, basically everyone on drum code. As far as house goes, J-Flip, she's one of my favorites. People always have a little bit of an issue with her because she does a lot of drugs. Sometimes like passes out randomly during her gigs, but you know what? I don't judge. She makes dope music. Um, I'd have to say Dirty Bird always. It's like classic house music. Um, yeah, then there's just like a lot of really small little underground peeps that if you want to know more about them, you can take a listen to my mixtapes. <laughs> there's so much music out there, like so much, dude. It's it's you drown in it. Drown yeah. In it. People always ask me like, who do you like to listen to? I'm like, man, I like to listen to a new person every day. Like <laughs> my least favorite question when like people ask me like what kind of music do you like? I mean it's like how long do you want to sit here for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when you ask me that question, it could be all day long. Yeah. Try to keep it concise. Precisely. So you uh, recently, you said you recently had a gig at uh, Sight. How'd that go? Yeah. Dude, it was great. Um, it was also my going away party for Colorado. So I played uh, earlier in the night. Um Definitely was rocking the dance floor by like 11, 11.30 for Koshka, um, who came on and slayed um, like usual. And Fox, then Fox came after Koshka, slayed, and then Fox and I did a little back-to-back. -back. And honestly, that was my favorite back-to-back -back I've ever done. The energy was just on point, and we were just vibing off each other. The crowd was vibing, felt great. Um, yeah, super lit night, and I don't know when we're going to have a night like that again, because now it's sit at sight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good marketing, though. I like that marketing where their neon sign, the E flickers out, so it just says sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's bringing you out to Colorado? I'm going to be working at... Um, a ski resort all winter, winter park. I'm be living in Fraser. It's in the mountains. So I'm going to be skiing every day, getting paid a decent amount to just chill on the mountain behind the chairlift. Um, yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. Should, it's skier's dream, man. And That'll there's awesome. a bar out there that there's like a club that actually has live music and the lady said I should definitely go try DJ there. So I'm gonna go try to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, you know, you've uh, become a tenured um, in DJing, you know, in the, in the time you've been here and doing it. So might as well. I mean, you know what you're doing and, you know, and uh, I mean, you're obviously always learning, but yeah. you also like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you could. I hope uh, they like house music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they have house people that are booked there, so I'm sure it won't be an issue. Yeah. Um, what have been, uh, what have been some of your other like favorite spots you've, uh, you've performed at in Milwaukee? Um, 
the other week I got the opportunity. Do you know uh, After Midnight Entertainment? Yeah. Um, the other week I got to play with them on their bass boss sound system that is just massive and so dope. And that was just under a bridge under the Marquette interchange. Oh, wow. And it was so loud and sounded so good. Uh, I really like that. Um, let's see. I've played a couple just like random warehouses that have been fun. Played random warehouses all over at this point. <laughs> um, those are always my favorite, just like 4 a.m. Yeah. 5 a.m. Just banging techno in the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's that shit's tight. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, those like secluded spaces that weren't meant for live music but were morphed into uh, a well, the, party. the dynamics of the or the what do you call it the audio dynamics of the audio or whatever in the warehouses is usually better than anywhere else i swear yeah i mean once you get into this scene like honestly i have to give my homage to like festivals and the festy scene because i've met like all my best friends through festivals basically and um honestly the house and techno world you just grow an international community like at this point i've have friends all over the world like that i can stay with that are down to party like every time i go to those cities they're like dj at this warehouse or like come dj here or like we're going to this show or I got you free tickets to this festival or like whatever. It's just like, once you like have your family, bro, like the opportunities are never ending. Like, yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the best part. The interconnectedness of the international global music community, you know, and, uh, it's not to be, uh, it's not to be overlooked. It's not to be simplified. Like these are very rich and authentic, um, relationships you can build with um, people you meet at this sorts of things. So yeah, I mean, in Portugal, I was at this uh, rave for um, what was New the Year's. festival? Uh, I wasn't at a festival in Portugal. I was just uh, with my family. I went to some raves. Oh, um, okay. And I was at this New Year's party with uh, DJs Kink and Nastia. And uh, I was like in this palace and the Uber dropped me off. I like totally didn't know where I was going and I didn't speak Portuguese. And I was just like, is this the spot? She's like, yeah, like go. I didn't see anybody. This is a dark road with like nobody there. I'm like, this is not the rave I'm supposed to go to. It's like already 4, 4, 15 in the morning. I'm like, oh God. And then she's like, no, just walk. So I started walking up. I got nervous. So I'm like, I'm going to go back to my hotel. So I turned back. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. She's like, no, just like keep going. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. So I just walked down this dark road. And all of a sudden I find these people just like standing in a little line. And I'm like, are you guys going to King Kinastia? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were all from Amsterdam. And we just ended up chilling all night and uh, had like the best night ever and then left that rave at like nine in the morning got some breakfast and they're like anytime you 
come to Amsterdam, hit us up, like, you got a place to stay, like, everything, I'm like, pet, so, like, and, you know, we still keep in contact, like, all the time, like, looking at each other's Instagrams and stuff, commenting, like, they're chill peeps, so, like, yeah, just one, one night of techno in a palace, you never know what can happen. Dude, ain't that the truth, that's beautiful, man, that is beautiful, and so dope, dude, um, Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, you know, I, I know that you're, uh, you're going to be um, shifting uh, locales uh, very soon, but I'm, I'm glad uh, we could talk a little bit before, you know, things take off for you. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to see that, you know, you've connected with this thing so much, you know, and continue of building, continue of to, to have built on it um in such a dope way and yeah I, i'm proud of you son <laughs> thanks man I, I appreciate that you know it's not about me like i literally want to like take this and give it to everyone i i want everyone to feel like the way like we do when we're dancing and like feel that sound through us and like that good feeling like that's what i want it's not about me like i just like having a good time I like seeing people have a good time. I like having a good time. I like having a good time with people. And that's what it's all about. So, Oh, yeah. Absolutely right. It surpasses the individualism, you know, of the experience. Like, I mean, music is community. You mm-hmm. know, like it's, it's, it's community can become an, an essence of music. And in such ways that you had just shared like meeting people from across the world just to you know be to share space and uh and enjoy it uh house and techno is seriously uh international language anybody can understand yeah yeah dude hell yeah man well um well if i if i need to find more uh, house techno artists uh i'll be hitting you up um, you, I, I, I'm definitely gonna check out the ones you mentioned, though, for sure. Heck yeah! Um, Hell yeah. So as we're closing out here, um, tell me, uh, so tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh, probably like my friends, man. Like just like worrying about my friends. Like I care so much about everyone. Like other people like I know a lot of people are struggling out here and I don't know I just hoping everyone's okay like it's a lot of like I know me myself I've dealt with a lot of like mental illness and rough times you know I've worked really hard to like try to get under control and I still struggle with a lot of things but I know there are a lot of other people out here that struggle with a lot and it's okay there are other people like you out there that are there to support you and um we're here for you so that's what keeps me up at night like i just want my homies to be cool absolutely man Uh, that's real for sure especially like during quarantine you know um it has been brutal navigating um being so isolated conversations i've had with some folks like through quarantine even if it's just, you know, texting, like 
just made me feel even closer to, to, to others than like I ever have before. And that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there have been some changes for the good and I think that the changes people have been forced to make have generally made people more community oriented, like more willing to think about others before themselves, like before COVID, everyone was on just like a me, me, me train. COVID is kind of just like, boom, can't do that anymore. Yeah, definitely. What puts you to sleep? Um, The marijuana. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> nice um yeah common answer every day baby common <laughs> answer um simon dj simon says uh thank you for being on the show this is fun hell yeah ben thanks for having me sorry if i rambled a bunch it's just kind of what i do sometimes dude no worries man it, uh i love when my guests ramble like you know this is the space to do that Oh, yeah, I really appreciate you hitting me up and um, having me on the show and you uh, hitting me up to talk about my experience uh, made me feel great. You know, like I think I have an interesting story and I'm glad someone uh, wanted to hear it. So I'm super happy. Hey, man. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm here for. So um, I appreciate I you. Appreciate- uh- Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, man, I appreciate you joining me tonight. And uh, for everyone watching, uh, DJ Simon says, I mean, he's on his way uh, to Colorado soon, but uh, we know he'll be back in town um, from time to time. And oh, yeah. uh, we look forward to how he continues building his DJing career, um, doing the house and techno, and uh, as well as, um, you know, the various other things that uh, he uh, incorporates into his style. So, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing what he does next. And uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, as always. Thanks, Ben. You are the bomb. Take it easy. Oh, yeah.